Hey, it's Caitlin. Hey, it's Abigail. Welcome Welcome to to The Gutsy Gutsy Truth. We're here to break down barriers of what's considered normal in health, wellness, relationships, and work. We're so excited that you're here with us. Let's dive in. All right, everyone. Welcome back to this week's episode of The Gutsy Truth. Um, It's Abigail here and Caitlin and our very first official guest, Leanne Rushing. I'm very excited. Full disclosure, she is my sister-in-law, but she's super awesome. And we are so excited to have her here. So we'll get into that in a minute. Um, So Leanne is a former pill-pushing pharmacist turned women's functional health coach. Um, She was just like you and being dismissed by doctors, and she was suffering silently with chronic health issues every day, but wanted to change the world. So she is here to tell us her journey on doing that and how she's helping women all over the world change that um, and really just telling us a bit about herself. So welcome, Leanne. Hey, thank you. I'm so glad to be here. Yay. We're so happy to have you here. (laughs) This is so exciting. Um, So yeah, we are so thankful that you decided to join us today on The Gutsy Truth and be our first official guest. Um, So we're going to dive right in. So tell us who you are, what your background is, and what you currently do. Yes, I'm a traditionally trained pharmacist. Um, I graduated from pharmacy school in 2004, practiced pharmacy in independent retail uh, community pharmacy for 11 years. And then I got the opportunity to move to rural hospital pharmacy. I did that for seven years um, and um, it really enjoyed it. I mean, it was a really great career. Um, But towards the end of my career, I had a relative pass away from what I considered a slew of chronic health diseases that um, could have been managed better. And I started digging in, started reading and realizing um, there's a lot of root causes out there that we can do a lot about. And my husband and I wanted to change our path and not end up down the same path. And so that's what led me to functional medicine and training in a program for functional medicine, um, applied functional medicine to be able to become a women's health coach and help women heal from chronic health issues. That's incredible. Um, I know it's been obviously since we've been family for so many years now, it's been really yeah. fun to see your journey and all this. So what, so you mentioned there was, you know, someone close to y'all that had passed away from all this. So what was that first like initial step when you decided you know, to go the functional health route? Like you said, you, you signed up for a course. Was that kind of step one or did you just start doing some research or how did that look? Yeah. Step one was actually a book about prostate health, which is kind of ironic because I don't even have prostate, but (laughs) (laughs) um, the family member had passed away from complications from prostate cancer. And um, that was just something that I didn't want to see that my husband go down that same route. And so Um, It started with a book about how to take care of your men's health and prostate health. And then from there, I just many more books. And then I finally decided I was like, I can't keep pushing pills and I can't keep doing what I'm doing, knowing what I know. Mm -hmm. And I took a big leap and started into a program at, I don't know how I was, how old I was several years ago, uh, in my early forties with four kids, went back to school. And, um, I'm still training. It's it's an ongoing process, learning process, but that was the big leap to decide to enroll in the program and really dig in and learn and understand the root cause of diseases. That's incredible. Oh my gosh. So did you feel like you were relearning everything compared to what you had learned at pharmacy school? 
Yes, there is a tremendous amount of unlearning and there still is because after you practice for as many years as I did and, um, you know, the traditional medical model of viewing a systems uh, based, you know, everything is separate, the GI system and the endocrine system and you got to go to all these separate doctors and moving that into a more holistic whole body approach where everything really is connected and uh, the food that we eat matters and our lifestyle matters. And all of that that I was that was dismissed in pharmacy school um, was a huge unlearning, but it's been a um, just a tremendous journey. Uh, I wouldn't trade it for anything. That is so incredible. Oh, my goodness. I can only imagine the um, wealth of knowledge you now know. And on top of what you already knew, because pharmacy school is <laughs> no joke either. So, right. <laughs> yeah. So what were some of the um, barriers along your journey of, of switching from traditional pharmacy to more of the functional health side of things? What were some things you had to overcome, whether that was like with yourself, like you mentioned, relearning a ton of stuff. So I'm sure that was a challenge, but a fun opportunity at the same time. But just in the general scope of life, as far as, you know, your your peers in the medical world or even family or friends, you know, what were some of those barriers and challenges you had to overcome? Yeah, I would say um, this probably in the pharmacy career world, which mine was fairly small being in a small town. But um, one of the hardest things I had to do was tell my coworkers that I was leaving. Um, I loved them dearly. Um, they were just so great, such great coworkers. And my job was really an ideal job for pharmacy. It was actually when I started it seven years prior, I considered it my dream job. I'd wanted that job ever since I moved to town. And just to walk away from that was really scary. Um, and to sure. say goodbye, I had honestly thought that I would kind of build up my clients and slowly, you know, kind of this, but the Lord just put it on my heart that I really needed to step out of the boat. I mean, that's what I heard and that I needed to quit. <laughs> I couldn't do both. I was continuing to kind of ride both worlds, you know, and that balance. And if I was really going to do it, I needed to go all in. And, um, that was last summer. I distinctly remember just agonizing over having to go and tell them I was quitting. Um, but it was honestly the best decision, best decision I ever made. And then the next barrier was probably my own mindset and mm -hmm. believing in myself that I could do it and that this was really possible. Um, there's a lot of stuff that goes on in your head, just negative talk and you know, all those things. So that was probably two of the biggest things that were the hardest of stepping out. Oh, yeah. And I think that's something like you say it so easily now, but obviously in the moment that must have been just a huge, huge barrier you had to overcome and a lot of like self-talk you had to go through to kind of, you know, um, build up that confidence to to make that leap and to be gutsy, as we like to say here, the gutsy truth. Um, and I think it's so beautiful to hear how, um, not only you were able to do this for yourself, but it sounds like for your family as well. Um, and I think that is just something that's a really inspiring part of your story. Yes. That was something that I could not get out of my head that, um, it was something that kept pushing me that if I wanted to ever tell my kids to follow their dreams and do what they were truly called to do, then I had to do what I was truly called to do. And I couldn't keep staying stuck. And so, and also even for the coworkers, you know, I thought, what if they wanted to do something more than they were doing? I would encourage them every day, go do it, go, you know, leave the hospital behind, go do what you want to do. And so, yeah, that was huge in just 
me being able to step out myself is thinking of my kids and other people that um, I would always encourage to do that. And I think something that's just really, truly beautiful about that as well is that, you know, you got out of your comfort zone. I think it's so easy for everyone to just stay in something that's um, normal and something that is familiar and that we're used to. Um, but I feel like more and more in life I'm discovering, um, and I feel like what the gutsy truth is about is the more and more we step out of our comfort zone and, um, like walk into our purpose, then I feel like our life is just so more fulfilling. And we also see the spiral effect of the people around us who are inspired and um, feel comfortable doing that as well. And it just makes a happier, healthier world. It's very true. It's very true. Yeah. I never realized I thought pharmacy was my passion, you know, when I got out of school and then this slow evolution of learning and changing and growing and who I was um, and believing in myself. Um, just brought about all these amazing changes. And I hope that, yes, I can be inspiration to my children and to others who are wanting to step out of line, who want to follow their dreams, who want to follow their passions. I would say, do it, do it every day of the week. Do it. Yeah, that's beautiful. I know. And honestly, Leanne, your journey has like helped me be brave in starting the Gutsy Truth. I mean, Caitlin and I were literally talking earlier and it was October 1st of last year of 21 that we um, we actually went on a little girls weekend trip for fun. And we're like, we want to do this. We want to start this business and, and share these stories. And we told ourselves like, OK, we always talk about this, but we've got to put a timeline on it because we never do it. And I was yeah. like, Caitlin, here we are day one of recording with like an actual guest and it's <laughs> less than a year. So I was like, yay. Yes. <laughs> like watching you all these, all these past months and everything and, and how you've gone to do this has just inspired me to keep going. So I feel like that's another reason, like we want to share your story particularly, but lots of stories is because it's like, there could be someone else out there needing that same inspiration and we could be, you know, inspiration for them. And so it's, oh, just, for it's sure. really exciting. I talk to pharmacists quite often, um, honestly, through Instagram, they find me and they're like, what are you doing? How are you doing what you do? I want to do what you do. Such an inspiration. And I never consider myself inspiration. It's hard, you know, because you're just like there trying to share and thinking, oh, am I doing this right? Um, but if I can inspire someone, yes, to pursue their dreams and especially regarding health and to teach people to be healthy, um, man, that's just incredible. That's awesome. That is so cool. So what was, um, sorry, okay. So you kind of talked about your, your reasoning behind it is with your, your family member and then, but what else about, you know, well, like when you kind of started that journey of functional health, did, did it kind of feel like the gate just opened and you had more and more instances where you were helping people and sharing experience kind of talk us through what that looked like? Oh my goodness. Yes. Whenever I started, I still say it feels like drinking from a water, uh, from a fire hose most days, because (laughs) it's just the deeper you go and the more you learn, the more you feel like you don't know. Um, which is just to me, the intricacies of the human body and the way that the Lord created it are just incredible. And Mm -hmm. so just being able to learn that and share with others, um, I think is just, been the most incredible. And I just have to tell myself that it I'll be on a constant learning journey. Um, I'm never going to learn it all. I'm never going to know it all. Um, but that's just one of the things that is just constantly learning and constantly growing. Yeah. That's awesome. I I think that's life in general. (laughs) Yeah. Right. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So, um, 
you know, we've, we've chatted about being inspirations to other people and what that looks like. Oh, do you have, did, was someone, was there someone in this journey for you that was like a specific inspiration or gave you a word of encouragement that was like, okay, yeah, I can do this. Or what did, you know, what did you have a moment where you kind of got clarity on like, this is, this is the next step. And I for sure know this is what's going to happen. And even though I might not know the process, I'm going to take a leap of faith. Yeah. Honestly, it was probably my husband. Um, he, just believes in me the most. I think sometimes he believes in me more than I believe in myself. You know, he is like my biggest cheerleader. I, he keeps telling me I need to give him some business cards because he's out there like sharing the word of help, which I never I thought love it. when we got married because he owned a fry daddy and just many things. <laughs> so, <laughs> the journey for him has been incredible. But um, yeah, he has encouraged me from day one. Just if this is what you want to do, do it, you know, let's do it. Go for it. Um, I'm behind you um, all the way, you know, and he's like, even if you don't ever have a client, you've changed our health, you've changed the family's health, um, you know, and so it has definitely brought family members out of the woodwork. It's so funny, even just yesterday at a family gathering. Um, people never used to ask me about drugs that much. I mean, occasionally, but now everybody wants to talk about their health issues. And it really is sad because there's just a lot of health issues out there. Mm -hmm. But yeah, everybody wants wisdom on that. But he was my, definitely my biggest cheerleader and encouragement. I love that. Um, so if it's okay with you, I kind of want to dive in a little bit more about what your functional medicine approach is and how that's different mm -hmm. from what you did in the pharmacy world. Um, like how you can define what functional medicine is and kind of maybe like the, like the five top things or a handful of top things that you tell everyone that's kind of approaching their health issues from a functional perspective. Yeah, I would consider functional medicine. Um, it's like holistic root cause medicine where you're truly trying to get to the root cause of what's going on, which um, I'm talking about chronic health issues. I'm not talking about maybe something acute, um, a sinus infection, um, your broken finger. I'm talking about longstanding health issues, diabetes, hormone imbalances, gut issues, um, IBS, all these things, food allergies, truly digging in and saying, why is the body doing this? Because from what I've learned and even what I knew in pharmacy school, but now even more, the body is incredible and it's not broken. And that's the thing I want to encourage the most people is that the body is not broken. And so many people feel like their body is broken and they need to go get a medicine to fix it. And I would say, let's dig in. Let's get to the root cause of what's going on, um, whether it be uh, lifestyle, diet, sleep. Um, these are all the things that I work with my clients on dialing these in because they do matter. They make a huge difference in your health. And that's something I really had to unlearn from pharmacy. Um, you know, there was a little talk of, yes, it's just the usual diet, exercise, those kinds of things. But now I've learned that diet, lifestyle play a huge role in our health. And so that's a big part of what I teach my clients. We work a long time on just teaching and understanding how all of these things really do affect our health. And so I would say the top five things that I work with my clients on and that we talk about, we first talk about, of course, diet, eliminating the processed foods and the crap foods and the sugar and the inflammatory oils. 
Um, and just bringing in real whole foods. I don't prescribe to a really necessarily set diet. I think that we can get hung up on these, all these whole 30 and paleo and carnivore and all the things that most people are just eating crap food. So just start eating real food and then we'll talk about the rest later. But um, we talk about lifestyle, the huge role that stress plays. Most people have no idea how much stress affects their health. Um, and so we talk deeply about where stress comes from, not just emotional stress, also stress in the body when our GI system is in distress and things like this. Um, we also talk a lot about gut health because I believe that all wellness, all disease begins in the gut. And so that's where a lot of work starts because if you can have good digestion, then you can have good hormones and you can have, um, less anxiety and all these things that are really connected. Um, I also talk a lot about sleep. Sleep is key to being able to heal. If you're not sleeping well, you can't heal. The body wasn't designed to be unrested and then still be able to heal. It just doesn't go together. So we talk, we focus a lot on sleep with my clients. And the last thing I would say um, is probably just joy and mm -hmm. finding joy and getting out in nature, putting the phone down, spending time with your kids, finding those things that bring you joy. I think um, I call it vitamin joy. So many people have lost it. They just want to supplement or something to fix it. And that's where notice that I didn't say number five is supplements. Um, <laughs> supplements are a part, but so many people want to fill in that pharmaceutical gap with a supplement. And so that's not what I'm about at all. I'm more about, like I said, getting to the root cause. Uh, I just love everything about this because, you know, <laughs> this is so personal to my my story with um, PCOS and infertility mm -hmm. and something I wish that I had learned about years ago. And I think what I love about it too, which I think might be a, a deterrent for some people is the fact that it is so um, unique for, for you and your body. Mm -hmm. Like what's going to work for me doesn't work for Abigail and vice versa. Right. And so obviously exactly. it, it takes the work to get to that root cause and to figure out really what some imbalances might be or whatnot. But like you said, the body is, is, is amazing what it can do. And so, you know, we're, we're, our body is designed to, to heal ourselves if we mm -hmm. fuel it properly and we rest and prioritize sleep and our, you know, positive mindset, all that kind of stuff. So I just, yeah, it's, I, for someone who is just hearing all this for the first time, you know, I feel like I've, I want people to know that like the work that you're doing is truly incredible. Um, and that the simplest thing as just, you know, throwing away this processed food and just focusing on real whole foods can truly transform your life. Um, yes. and I, I like, I wholeheartedly believe that I'm very, very passionate about that. And obviously, you know, so, so much more than I do, but in the, in the year that I've kind of prescribed to that lifestyle, it is, it can, again, just truly transform you. So thank you it for all really the work you're yeah, it really is. I think so many people, I mean, everything I listed off is basically free. Mm -hmm. I mean, yes. you know, people would say real whole foods aren't free. Well, your processed food isn't free either. Mm -hmm. And right. honestly, fruits and vegetables aren't that expensive um, whenever you're cutting out the processed snacks. And so um, people want to say, where do I start? And I always just say baby steps, baby steps. You know, if you can just add in one meal a day, maybe a breakfast that where you previously were picking up a Starbucks and a muffin, work on adding in a smoothie that has lots of good nutrients in it. 
um, or prioritizing some eggs and veggies and things for breakfast. Um, and then just don't worry about the rest of the day. Just start with that. And some people, that's all they can do. And I'm saying, go for it. And it will come. Things will come. People think they need all of these fancy red lights and saunas and all these things. And you really don't. I don't have any of those. I'm just here with my, you know, healthy food and just trying to do the best I can. But if you just get out in nature and walk and drink more water, um, amazing things happen because it's like Caitlin said, the body was designed to heal. And we, when we give it what it needs, it will heal. I tell my clients that all the time. And it's incredible that even after they work with me for six months, but even after three months of just dedicated change to that, um, incredible things happen. I, I met with a client just the other day and her symptom score was a hundred plus on my rating. And after three months, she's down to maybe 20 points. Oh my gosh, um, of amazing. things that she's healed. And that's just from um, some targeted supplements, and, but mostly lifestyle change um, mm-hmm. and just living in a way that supports her body. Yeah. Something I shared about when I shared my story was that like for so long with um, PCOS and infertility and that whole process, I just felt like I was a victim in my own story, like, and things mm-hmm. were being done to me. And I feel like once I took control and started to be my own, my own hero on my, in my, my story that, you know, I've like felt more empowered and excited and, and going from like, you know, just p- grabbing dinner to go, as opposed to making it in the kitchen, like that whole process just like made me believe I could do so much more and change out products and things like that. So I think, you, I think you just have to put that initial work into um, the process and commit to that for a little, that little baby step. And then I feel like that just kind of continues to inspire you to be able to do more and to take more ownership in your story and in your life and your health and, and all that. And I think what I hear a lot too is that, you know, oh, this approach to life is just so expensive and everything. But to me, what I've keep telling myself is it's an investment now that I'm not going to have to pay for later in life when I'm much older and I maybe have other health issues because I've spent my entire life eating well, taking care of myself and my family. Um, and I think that's just a really important thing to remind people as they're um, potentially starting down this road. That's very true. That's very true. You either pay now or you pay later. Exactly. And (laughs) I mean, either way, it's your health will come back to you down the road. I mean, we all know people down the road of aging and I would prefer to age well um, and to live life to the fullest, even in my 60s, 70s, 80s, you know, all those years, I would like to age well. And so that's what I'm putting in. That's a perfect way to put it is an investment. It really is. Mm-hmm. Um, what you put in now will come back down the road. And I also wanted to add to your point about being your own best advocate for your health. That's what I'm truly so passionate about is just inspiring uh, women and others. I mean, men too, but I work with women just to take charge of their health in If you don't like what your practitioner is telling you, go find another practitioner and read and find books and listen to podcasts and learn and dig in um, because no one person knows all the answers. And I would always encourage them that you know your body best. If someone has ever dismissed you, a practitioner, for your symptoms or gaslighted you or told you that it's not real or just wanted to prescribe you a pill please go find someone else, dig in and find the answers because your practitioner works for you. And I think we can get stuck into this, you know, and I, it's easy for me to do too. You know, they wear a white coat and 
you know, and I'm not downplaying their knowledge, but sometimes you know your body best. And I would always advocate everyone to truly advocate for yourself and be your own best doctor. Yes. And not just in, in like the form of when you go to see a practitioner, but I feel like I had to really learn how to advocate for myself like a year and a half ago when I cut out gluten and dairy. And I was realizing those were for me and my body, like very inflammatory markers. And so then, you know, I'd go out to eat with friends or coworkers or something. And people would be like, you know, they'd pick a restaurant and I'd be saying, they're like, okay, well, how can I eat here? And I'd be like, it'll be just fine. I'll just pick the most basic item I can think. And I'll just deal with the symptoms later. I did that a, a couple of times and I realized like I felt so crummy afterwards because my body <laughs> couldn't handle those items. And so, you know, even advocating like even if you just have to say no or just like make a simple suggestion like, hey, you know, I am gluten free or dairy free. Like, do you mind if we pick a place that has some different options? And, you know, sometimes you just feel like you don't want to rock the boat, so to say, like with your group of friends or your family. <laughs> but once you kind of say it once or twice and then they're very, you know, you know, they're always accommodating. They're like, yeah, it's no problem. And then yeah. you just you learn what is best for you in that way too. So it's like all these things you just have to chip away at little by little. And sometimes it gets intimidating sometimes. I yeah. agree. I agree. I wish there wasn't such a stigma. I think there's still such a stigma about people trying to eat healthy or you're gluten-free. And they're like, well, if you're not allergic to gluten, if you're not going to break out in hives, then you're fine, you know? And right. um, I just think that we need to honor when people know what's best for their body and don't feel good eating something we need to honor that and ju not judge them and belittle them um, and make them feel bad for making those choices um, to try to fuel their body and what their body needs to heal exactly and just because something's normal doesn't mean it should be um, and I think right. that is something that uh, over again and again is something that I'm reminded of of like you know people, most people don't eat healthy and most people, you know, have all sorts of products in their house that have fragrances in them and that's normal. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, the, the, the stress, um, how we've made stress like such a common thing, like that shouldn't be normal, but we've made it. So, and so how can mm -hmm. we push back in a, in a positive way to say like, no, we want our new normal to be like, we, we work hard and we play hard and we have fun, but we're not constantly stressed or, you know, we're going to go out to dinner and have a really nice meal, but we're also going to enjoy cooking at home and eating real food and, you know, having that slice of cake when we want to, but, you know, we're not, you know, you know, worrying about all that all the time as well. Yes, exactly. I think that there's, there's a real balance there, um, for sure. But I feel like, um, so many people, I tell them, if you live the standard American lifestyle, you will get the standard American disease. <laughs> <Yeah>. And it's <laughs> just, it so is true. what it is. I mean, you look around even at the pharmacy. I mean, I would fill up literally grocery bags for people with medications. And I was just thinking, you know, the longer I was in it, I'm like, I don't want to go down this road. It seems like as everybody starts hitting their 40s and 50s, all of a sudden it's one medicine and two, then three. And I was like, this doesn't seem right. Like these people aren't getting well. Mm -hmm. I'm just kind of perpetuating this. They're coming back every month. I'm kind of, you know, delaying maybe some things, but no one is actually getting well here. And I realized that it was more about the standard American lifestyle that was perpetuating that. And I was done. Yeah. Well, I love something you, you mentioned all the time on your Instagram and, um, and you said to me too, is especially when it comes to stress, like your body doesn't realize the difference in stresses. And so you talk about how like, 
this your body produces the same stress response as if you're being chased by a tiger compared to if you just had a stressful day at work. It doesn't know that you're not being chased by a tiger, but it's producing the same amount of like cortisol dump and all that kind of stuff. But then it just when you overflow that bucket like day after day after day, then it just becomes a, this awfulness and you feel so exhausted and you've got all these symptoms of various sorts and it's just emotionally exhausting and physically exhausting. And so you have to like actively tell yourself like, I am safe. There are no tigers. Like this is going to be okay. <laughs> and I know that's such like a, but I like, I've even done that to myself. Like in days I've just been stressed for whatever reason, I've literally like taken a few deep breaths and I'm like, there is no tiger. I'm mm-hmm. fine. That's going to be okay. You just have to like work on, on that. But I think too, it comes back to like, even just how you talk to f- family and friends, you know, you know, you see someone in the grocery store or whatever, you're like, Hey, how's it going? And I feel like the common response is, Oh, we're great. We're just real busy, but we're great. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's like, so I've been, I've been trying to work on not saying that as a response and to be like, Oh yeah, everyone's good. Or we went to the beach last week. We had a great vacation. How are you and your family? Cause I think even like hearing yourself say those words, Oh, I'm busy. It's crazy. Then you never get out of that vicious cycle of stress. <laughs> exactly. I definitely want to break down the hustle culture because I think the hustle culture is killing us and um, slowly robbing us of our health. And I'll just give you a quick breakdown of the stress um, and how it impacts just our um, body in one way. When people are stressed, your stomach acid decreases by 70, um, 80%. And when you don't have good, strong stomach acid, you can't break down proteins well, and you can't absorb nutrients well. So you're starting off on a bad note right there. And so if you're chronically stressed, you're not breaking down nutrients and you're not absorbing the things that you need. The stomach sets the pH for the rest of the digestion. And so if you're not having good stomach acid, then you're also lacking the nutrients. But then as it goes downstream, you get set up for um, imbalances in the microbiome. And we've learned that imbalances in the microbiome are a huge trigger for chronic disease. And just as an example, an imbalance in the microbiome eventually over time causes what um, I call enhanced intestinal permeability or leaky gut. And your gut lining becomes permeable and things get out into the systemic bloodstream that would normally be. And that triggers um, autoimmunity. It triggers allergic reactions in people. It triggers inflammation and all of this from just stress. And that is probably the hardest piece of the puzzle that I have to work with my clients on. Because when they sign with me, they're like, okay, yes, I know I'm going to have to change my diet. I'm going to have to eat better. And then I'm like, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. We really need to talk about this piece here. And it's just, that is the most challenging part, but I like to break it down a little bit so people can truly understand. Stress affects your microbiome. Your microbiome affects your health and it's all tied together. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> everyone take a deep breath. I feel like we need one. I should have said, yeah. put on your science cap before that. Like you're, I would say nerd alert. Here we go. <laughs> no, I love it. It's, it's no. fascinating uh, that you <laughs> like understand all that and, and, and explain it so well as well. Um, yeah, that's great. Well, I so guess, are, Oh, go ahead, Abigail. Oh, I was going to say, so speaking of stress, what are some things you tell your clients as far as helping to reduce stress? Yes. Um, we talk a lot about, um, I use some breathing exercises, right? And one that we start with a lot, I call it the five, five, five. So it's, you breathe in for five seconds, you breathe out for five seconds and you do this for five minutes. 
And the studies have shown if we, that puts us at about six breaths a minute, we normally are about 12 to 15. If we can slow our breathing to six breaths a minute for five minutes, that will lower our blood pressure, lower our stress hormones, um, all of these things and the effects last for four hours. Wow. And so uh -huh. that's incredible right there. You do that twice a day, you've covered eight hours of your day of just calming the body, calming the nervous system. We talk a lot about the fight or flight, the sympathetic, the parasympathetic. I tell my clients, you cannot heal in the, in the sympathetic fight or flight mode. And so we've got to teach your body that it's safe. So we do breathing. Um, we do just rest. Just what mm -hmm. does, what I ask them, what fuels you um, for rest? What do you need? Some, you know, somebody might need, I just need to sit outside and li listen to the birds. That's great. Other people might like, I need to go on a walk without my phone. And yeah, I need, I want to play with my kids. I want to play, um, uh, ride my horses or whatever, whatever fuels you, that's what you need more of. Because whenever we are doing those things that is calming our nervous system and that's when our body can begin to heal until we take it out of that fight or flight, constant go, go, go you'll never heal. The body was never designed to heal in that state. We were designed to move in and out of that state whenever we need it. The hormones activate, the cortisol comes up, but then we were designed to calm, rest and digest, be with our family, enjoy, have a dinner together, laugh, all of those things. That's whenever we begin to heal. And so I mostly bring in the breathing. We talk a lot about sleep. Like I said, that's a parasympathetic activity. And then just things that bring them joy and doing more of those things and putting down the phone, <laughs> which is hard for all of us, but putting down the phone, interacting with the humans around you, laughing, playing, all of those things. I love it. I love that. I love how you've just kind of gone with the, the add more vitamin joy to your life. Um, I feel like that needs to be on like a giant billboard all over the world. Or something. <laughs> right. I need to get some shirts, right? <laughs> yeah. I would totally wear one. <laughs> um, so moving on a little bit. So we've, yeah, we've covered how you started your business and what fueled that passion for you, which is so incredible. And then more for those who didn't know, kind of like what a functional health coach was, we covered a lot of that. So it's really exciting. Um, and we just, yeah. And then those key tidbits are great. I know um, it's, you're just a wealth of knowledge and you share so much on your, on your Instagram page, um, which we will link in the show notes for those who are curious and where they can find more about Leanne and what she knows. Um, so if you, you know, like if you have someone approach you that wants to become a client or just for the mass public, what are some words of encouragement you want to provide people today that maybe, you know, hear this and say, oh my gosh, this feels like me. I'm, I've got all these symptoms or I want to make a healthier lifestyle for myself and my family and my future. You know, what are some words of encouragement you might want to tell them? Yes, I just, that's where my passion truly lies. Like I said before, is just encouraging women that you can heal whatever diagnosis that you've been given, um, I can promise you that changing your lifestyle, changing your diet, all the things we've talked about will make a difference. Um, even if, you know, people ask me, am I going to be able to get off my meds? I can't guarantee. I don't know how far you are down the road, but anything you do is going to make a difference. One of my first clients was a client with endometriosis and she came to me um, to talk to her about hormone replacement therapy. And she was about to have surgery and I said to have her uterus taken out, she'd already had her ovaries taken out. I said, what if we could save your, um, I'm sorry, vice versa. What if we could save your ovaries? She already had her uterus taken out. 
And I said, what if we could save your ovaries and you wouldn't have to have this surgery? And she was just like, what? Like, I didn't even know that was possible. And she actually canceled her surgery to work with me the week, you know, she was like, my surgery's in a week. I said, well, I can't do it in a week. But I said, I promise if you'll give me six months, I really think that we can. And at the end, if you have to have the surgery, you still do, but at least you're healthier for it. And she really knew that she needed to get healthier. And so she worked so hard in those six months. I always say, I'm just a guide. I'm not the doctor. I don't, I'm not a doctor. I mean, I'm a pharmacist, but when we work together, I'm just a guide. I'm the coach. I'm cheering you along. I'm standing beside you, giving you encouragement, saying you can do this. I'm teaching you. And she, within six months, she didn't have to have the surgery. We saved her ovaries. And now she doesn't have to go into menopause at 40, which she was facing. And Mm -hmm. I was just so encouraged by her. And uh, we would always say, operation, save the ovaries. Here we go. And, (laughs) you know, um, just the power of, um, I've known her for a long time. And just the power of the change that she made in her family um, was incredible. And so I would just encourage everyone that it is possible And if you need someone to walk alongside you, like, um, like I do for a six month health intensive, then do it, do whatever you need to do. Some people are able to do it on their own. They read, they dig in, they make all the changes, but some people need more. They need some more uh, functional testing, which I do helping to get to the root cause. And so I would encourage anyone to step out and find a practitioner that resonates with them and someone that will help them in that journey, because it will be worth it. You can definitely change the needle on your chronic health issues. Oh my gosh. Incredible. My gosh. (laughs) I love it. And I think I I just, I imagine that she probably just feels like so incredibly proud of herself too, for being able to put in the work and make that difference. Like that's tremendous. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was huge. And I've just, um, she now is like, goes out and shares with the world, you know, all the things and, you know, and that's why I love what I do because I can teach one person and then they can go on and now she's changed the lives of her children, mm-hmm. you know, and her husband and, you know, the thing, it just keeps rolling. And so, um, she's changed the life of her mom. She wanted her mom to work with me desperately. Um, but her mom was kind of like, oh, I'll do it myself, but she's gotten some books and her mom is healing herself, uh, of her thyroid issues. Um, just by, I mean, I haven't even helped her. I've recommended a few books and she's taken it and run with it. So I just love the domino effect of all of it. That is so incredible. Oh my gosh. Um, maybe that should be a t-shirt for some people too. Operation save the ovaries. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I love it. Uh, and I just love how you've just inspired and encouraged, um, you know, your clients in that way, you know, just give them them, given them that hope that, there's, there's another way. And like you said, you know, like, look, six months, it'll at least make you healthier. You can't guarantee anything, but I mean, eating more fruits and vegetables is never going to hurt you. <laughs> That's for sure. Exactly. And I always encourage them. Many of them have had issues for years. I mean, obviously this, my client that I worked with had had um, endometriosis and issues for years. And I said, we're not going to change everything in six months, but wow. I mean, you can move the needle tremendously just in six months. And that's what she needed that intensive with me. And then she could go on and carry on and she will continue to heal, you know, the longer she goes on. But, um, I just love that for her and all of my clients who are putting in the work 
and um, seeing changes. It's just incredible. It's so much more fulfilling. I cannot describe how much more fulfilling it is than my pharmacy career ever was. I, I love, love that. That. <laughs> that is so incredible. Well, and too, the other thing I wanted to point out real quickly is that that you put in your clients have been putting in the work now and gotten rid of those root causes, right? And so as opposed to some of the your your previous approach as a pharmacist, you were, you know, prescribing medicine and I would maybe just be a mask or a band-aid over the bigger issue. And so you've been truly able to transform their life and their health because again, you've gotten to the root cause and also empowered them on their own journey to be able to learn and be their own advocate as well. So I think it's, that's just a whole beautiful part of the story as well. The thing I like to encourage people in is that maybe when they start with me, they may be discouraged and they have no idea where to start. And the thing I love to see is by the end of six months, I always tell them my goal with you is for you to uncover the things that your body needs to thrive. And that's different than someone else's. I mean, we obviously have basic things, but you know, they come up to me some session and they'd be like, I ate this and I felt horrible. I was like, okay, well, that's very good for you to know. I'm sorry you felt horrible, but that's another thing that you learned about your body. And so we're just trying to create this awareness that healing is possible and for them to learn more about their body. Cause I feel like some of us get dis, so many of us get disconnected from our body. We're just kind of go, go, go. We pop a pill when we have a headache, we just keep going, going, going. And I just want them to learn the most they can about their body and be able to feel confident in caring for it because everyone is unique and what your needs are are different than somebody else's. But by the end of the journey to see their confidence change and their um, ability to know what they need and their ability to feel that they can actually have um, so much to do in their health. um, It's just really, really fuels my fire every day. And I love it. That's so awesome. And I know like, you know, for when you first start it just all feels so overwhelming I know I felt that way and I was like I think I'm gonna count gluten and dairy and I was like oh great I can eat carrots what else you know like you're just like I have no idea what I'm about to do but I'm gonna do this and then you just you just like you said baby steps you just start one little bit at a time and then you look back and you know I have people ask me all the time they're like oh my gosh like you know how do you make dinners and lunches and all that? And you make it look so easy. And I was like, trust me, a year and a half ago, I was so overwhelmed and I was about to give up on all of it. So you just make these tiny little steps. And then one day you look back, you know, six months or eight months or a year from now. And you're like, oh my gosh, now what felt so challenging to begin with, like making a fully robust meal, you know, all the time is like, it's like second nature for me now. You think about cooking a meal in your own home or something you think of this huge elaborate meal I'm like you can just make a taco salad like that is so easy but you can pack it full of good stuff and it's like 20 minutes boom you've got dinner you know like it doesn't have to be like a chicken cordon blue or something crazy of that nature um and so it's just really fun to empower yourself you know and like you said I love how you're so great as as far as empowering your clients that they will have the tools to not make themselves feel better, but so many other people that their immediate family or friends. And then it's just more people talking about like being healthier in the state of the world we live in today. That's not healthy in so many ways. And it's just, it's so empowering and so encouraging to meet people of like mind. I feel like we kind of, when you kind of put that out into the universe, the universe draws you to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just so fun to, to know and to get to know these people and to, to really pick their brains on, on their journey and why they've done it. And then it's just like, you know, if we can just help 
one little thing, if everyone could eat one more vegetable a day or drink one more glass of water, I think we would like help change the world in so many ways. <laughs> well, and yes, and, truly. And part of that too is, you know, we've got one life to live. So either you can live feeling fatigued all the time and stressed all the time and overwhelmed or, you know, always have, you know, feel bloated after you eat and just normalize that. Or you can put in the work and it's going to be a little bit of work, but put in the work and then you can like start feeling amazing. Um, and I think, you know, I know for me, like I felt fatigued all the time in the afternoon. I was like, and never really thought more of it. But once you just take a step, a step and really look at your body and just how you're, you're feeding it and the, the, and all that kind of stuff, you can, you can transform your life and be better. And with the short life that we have, like, why not just put in the work to live a healthier life? And then, and, and I feel like you can be a better wife, a better mom, a better coworker, all that, um, by putting in the work. And so, you know, I just, I love that you've been helping women. Um, cause let's be honest, a lot of us don't take care of ourselves. Um, and so we need people like you to be our coach and to remind us that we can, we can do it. And so just everything you're doing is just so wonderful. And it's great to hear how you've been able to help your clients. And I'm sure there's many, many other women as well that you don't even know that you're touching just through all of the work that you're sharing online as well. Yes. That's the biggest thing. I think they come to me in the beginning, obviously for health issues, but then in the end, they leave with just a new found appreciation for their ability to do hard things and, and to overcome things that they never thought were possible. They come so discouraged. And I just, um, it's just incredible to be able to see the change in them and them actually believing in themselves again, prioritizing themselves. Because like you said, many are busy moms. Your needs go by the wayside. You eat your kids' scraps and you're on to the next thing. And for them to be able to prioritize fueling themselves and taking care of themselves and going on a walk and things like that, um, it's just amazing to see that domino effect in their family too. Exactly. Well, here's a question that we have for you that we um, ask all of our guests um, that's very much um, per appropriate for the gutsy truth is we want to know something gutsy that you have done why you did it and how did it make you feel doing it? Yeah. The biggest gutsy thing I've done is to be a pharmacist and step out of line and go against the grain and speak out against big pharma and the corruption in the medical system and the broken medical system and to advocate and for a holistic healing and not being a pill pusher um, has been hard. Um, it's, just one of those things that I know the truth now. And so I must share it. And that has probably been the biggest gutsy thing I've done in the last couple of years um, that has really pushed me outside of my comfort zone. But I would encourage anyone to get outside of that comfort zone because that's where the growth is. And that's where the magic happens. Well, that was beautiful, Leanne. Very well said. And um, it's just, it's incredible to hear um, other women being gutsy and um, stepping out and doing doing gutsy things. So thank you for sharing that with us today. Um, is there anything else on your end that you wanted to share before we have our last wrap up question? Um, I think just the biggest thing, and I've already kind of shared this was just to always encourage women that, um, wherever you are, you can heal. And no matter what diagnosis that you've given, you're not your diagnosis. Um, you need to stop identifying with your diagnosis and start identifying with your healing and, and all the things that you can do that we talk about here 
um, can definitely change your life, change your health, and then change your life. And I, my heart goes out to women who are discouraged and don't know where to turn and have been given these diagnoses that they have no idea how to fix. And that is where the true magic lies in what I do in functional medicine and finding a practitioner that can you can work with to get to the root cause. That's perfect. Um, yes, that is such a, a huge message that we're trying to help spread here on The Gutsy Truth. And I feel like we've all probably been in those those instances in our own journeys. And so, yeah, you are not your diagnosis. You are your, your healed self. You just got to think forward on it and move forward. And that's beautiful. So before we ask our last question, which is um, going to be a fun one, let tell our listeners where they can find more information about you um, and where they can follow along for daily tips and tricks on your Instagram. Yes. My Instagram is at true health underscore farm girl and that's p-h-a-r-m um it's a play on words since i'm also a farmer's wife so true health underscore farm girl and then my website is leerushingwellness.com and that's where you can reach out to me there um i hang out on instagram most of the time most of the time in my stories uh, i like to give just um i throw a lot of knowledge up there as i'm able um i've talked recently about hormones and thyroid and just throwing a lot of knowledge out there and also just snippets of my daily life and what I eat and um, what I'm cooking and just knowledge of general healthy living to encourage anyone. I, people find me at all stages of their healing journey, but I feel like there's something for everyone. That's perfect. And we will link all that in the show notes um, for those who want to give her a follow on Instagram and check out what she's got to say or, or check out her website as well. Okay. So last question to wrap up this super incredible talk we've been having with you today. What has, what has been filling your bucket recently in your life? Honestly, summer, summer fills my bucket. I love it. <laughs> it's my favorite season. Anytime I can get out in the sunshine, the sunshine just brings me life. And I can, if I can combine that with water, that's even better. So the pool or the lake, or I haven't made it to the beach yet because I live so far from the beach, but I'm dying to go. So all of those things, just the summer gives me life. And the evenings, that's where um, we just put down our phones, go outside. It's so nice um, to spend it out. The, I love those evening hours with the kids outside. Um, all that gives me life. So that fills my bucket. 